Warning, the following episode contains themes of mental illness, body horror, imprisonment, and torture. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome back to the Galdercast. Music in today's episode comes courtesy of Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Darren Curtis at DarrenCurtisMusic.com, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Licenses 3.0 and 4.0 respectively. Additional music comes from Arcane Anthems. You can support them at Patreon.com slash Arcane Anthems. If you want to help support this podcast, you can do so by heading over to galdercast.creator-spring.com and checking out our show merch. Now, on to today's episode of Galdercast. So, uh, everyone, roll me some initiative. 21. Who's your master? Did we figure out who Evident- master was? Evidently his master is <coughs> no. Iferius. You do not. Should you have Morgan up? Yes. Probably. I should, because I'm rolling her today. I keep, accent- I keep closing her sheet. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, three stat blocks. Here we go. Character sheet. Character sheet. Character sheet. Mudigan. Initiative. And I close the goddamn skeleton. 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 What? Skeleton. Don't forget, this is underwater what? combat. Woefully, <coughs> woefully underprepared for this. What? Why is there so many skeletons? What the <coughs> fuck? Stop it! Stop rolling! Bone claw! Along with the ready. bone claw. <coughs> with a six. Oh yeah, I'm terrified. <coughs> Along with the bone claw. You hear, he goes, Rise, minions! And out of the spaces between the <coughs> stands... And the floor rise five skeletons into the atrium. We will do this and that, and we will go. Hello. So, first up amongst everyone is Sigmund. Yes, right. Um, things have to happen. Do they do? <clears throat> What are those things, though? That that is the question. <coughs> As I grabbed the wrong mouse again. <laughs> okay, let's see here. We're underwater, right? Indeed, you are. That would put range. Unfortunately. Advantage. Um. Alright, well, we're going to start off very simple. I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. I need the uh, skeleton next to me to make a con. 20! Oh, was almost a 4. He definitely succeeds. But he still takes... Uh, 2 points of thunder damage. Is it 2 or 3? Krakow! Down. Yeah, so 2 points of thunder damage. <clears throat> And then gonna swim 15 feet, 5, 10, 15 over to the side. 
And uh, we're gonna summon the Force Ballista, cause that's a good idea. Uh, yep. And we're gonna pop them out right here. Should have full hit points. There we go. Uh, we're gonna pop them out over here. And, um,. I guess he's going to take a shot. <clears throat> Alright. At the Fire skeleton away. that I damaged with the Thunder Wave. Alright. Oh, I'm using the wrong sheet. There it is. <laughs> no, 14 hits. <laughs> or 6 force damage. So yeah, that's that's Sigmund's turn. Yep. Info. Smiley is up. Great. Um, Smiley's gonna step into the Bone Claw and swing with both weapons. Whichever one hits, as per usual, will be a sneak attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yours are not disadvantaged because they are <clears throat> dagger and short sword. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Both both indeed hit. Oh, uh, we have a crit on one, in fact. Yep, so that's a double. And that is... So, plus uh, plus 8d6 for sneak attack. An additional d6 for original. Uh, for, for initial attack. Sorry. It already, it already calculated it, no? No, because it's exploding. You oh, rolled a so 6. Roll. Yep. So roll extra 9 <laughs> Noise. 36 more damage. Sadly, no other... <coughs> Sadly, oh, no other exploding out of all of that. <clears throat> 54 damage. Total. That's a nice chunk of change. Yep, and then... Uh... <laughs> fuck off to the in another direction. Uh, do you have enough movement? Don't forget, movement is uh, halved. I have... Oh, it's true, it's halved, isn't it? So I just did essentially 10 there, so I'll just back off. I'm so close, but I'm here now. <clears throat> Alright, next up are the skeletons. <laughs> Not have a whole lot of movie minute. Oh yeah, the uh, the bone claw theoretically had a uh, strength save to do, but eh. Indeed. Oh, no, I can. Never mind. I, I choose not to. Alright. I don't want it, Graham. Because I don't want it to follow me! Alright. Uh, so the next one. The first skeleton can't do much other than move. Uh, the next one is going to make a claw attack. <clears throat> at panic. At disadvantage. <laughs> for a natural nine, so that misses. Sadness. Skeleton two. Unfortunately. Have a whole lot of. Do you have enough movement to do anything? Has enough movement to get the smiley. Gets over to smiley, makes plot disadvantage. Natural one <laughs> misses. 
<coughs> next one is right next to Morgan. Rinse, repeat. Skeletons don't have a whole lot of options. That's a seven. This is... Panic is up. To be honest, this may have been the best case scenario for you guys. It looks like it, yeah. Um... I'll just hit the skeleton that's in front of me. Alright. Your attack is at disadvantage. <laughs> Unless you use, uh... Oh, I can use my channel to do You could. But you only got it once a day. Yeah, no. Unless you are using a dagger, a javelin, a short sword, spear, or trident, your attack is at disadvantage. My attack will be at disadvantage. <laughs> We'll just leave it at that. Uh, all right. Uh, can you scroll back up? Thank you, Mercy Bonsoir. Oh, wow. Oh, just misses. Okay, I'm good. I'm very angry. You have I multiple have attacks. Yeah. That fucking oh. hits for 27. <laughs> <laughs> Which, um... <clears throat> does more. Than that, and you actually take out the skeleton. <laughs> uh, even at disadvantage, panic just whoomp. Wallop. Kind of spins in the water a bit <laughs> and just you takes out the skeleton. I'm spinning like a <clears throat> I'm done. Now, you do have a bonus action. I would usually say you can use your ignition. Been a hot minute since we've played and done combat, but we're underwater. What everything has ignite? resistance. Everything has resistance <laughs> to fire damage. So I could. This is you have hunter's mark. You have uh, channel divinity. Um, can I hunter's mark the big boy? Indeed, you can. Okay, what shall we use for your hunter's mark? I don't know. Big rock. Uh, <laughs> there is you no big rock, rock symbol. Uh, uh, is there a foot? That's a disappointment. Actually, yes, there is. A There's a little boot. There's a little yes! boot. Yes! Perfect. <clears throat> Crisis is up. A boot. Um. Do do. Okay. Do, do, do. Oh, the boot looks like a little heart. And I was like, why does this guy have a <laughs> Because we um, love him so much. Love you, dumb bitch. If I move towards Smiley, mm -hmm. does this <clears throat> bitch get an opportunity attack? <clears throat> yes, it would. Ah, would it be an advantage? Because we're underwater. You don't know. Uh, I will move away from, from it. Actually, no, I have reach. I don't need to move. Um, okay, so. Because of pack tactics, I get advantage. But because we're underwater, I get disadvantage. So it's a Does straight that roll. Mean it's a straight roll. Perfect. Okay, yes. I knew that. Uh, I will also hunters mark the skeleton right in front of mine. Little net for Hunter's Mark. 
<laughs> Love it. Okay, that's that. And then I will whip straight roll. I'm gonna whip it twice. Whoop. Oh, that yeah. hits. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Ten slashing. You do not yes. take it out, however, but you do damage it. With a hunter's mark. A one. Through, and your swarm. Please, my bugs. Do I have, like, those little swimming bugs? What are they called? Uh, you do not have anything aquatic just yet. Oh. Mm, they're aquatic now. <laughs> With that, you take it out. <laughs> Love it. And that was only one whip. <laughs> Skeletons are not very durable creatures. <clears throat> and there's no one beside the the bone claw. No claw, bitch. Ah, fuck. No one Ugh. but you. Oh, I don't like that. <coughs> um. Um, who's after me again? Um, I want to attack another skeleton. I will move. S um. <laughs> uh, I'll just take the disadvantage. I can't move my uh, hunter's mark because I just casted it. Uh, Correct. But next turn, I'll move it. So I will simply attack. See if I doubt I'll get him, but I will whip at disadvantage on claw. Be like, see here, motherfucker. No, the 13, 13 does not hit. <laughs> I try to whip, but I try. You know what? <laughs> using a whip underwater, using a whip in rain alone is already bad. <laughs> using a whip underwater is. Technically impossible, but we're allowing it for the funsies of it, plus it's magical. <clears throat> it is. It's true. Um, after Crisis is Morgan. <coughs> Morgan would probably like to get the fuck out of Dodge. Definitely. Oh, I forgot to give Morgan the uh, five points of cold damage. Before. She doesn't need it. You all need it. <laughs> Mm, nah. <clears throat> but again, going to uh, two fire-based attacks. <laughs> <clears throat> no idea what she should have had to prepare for the day. Is going to have no other damage-based cantrips. Cool. What is she going to do? What is she going to do? What is she going to do? Use catapult on the skeleton. Well, catapult against the skeleton, I should say. Ah, I want her to eat it. Unfortunately, you cannot yeet creatures, but she will yeet something. At level one. Can be no more than 10 pounds. Yeah, there's... I always allow for this random under 10 pound thing in the room for you guys to yeet. Because I love catapult. It's just so much fun. 
It's such a fun spell. <laughs> yep, one object within range. <coughs> you know what? She actually takes part of one of the other freaking skeletons that broke. And just Whoa, yeets nice. it at the skeleton. Because it's funny. Goodbye. Um, and the skeleton makes a deck right. save at disadvantage. Because underwater. Yeah. Oh my gods. I rolled a, a 19 and a natural. A 19 and a natural 20. <laughs> skeleton be dexy. Uh, so skeleton takes no damage. <laughs> no. <laughs> <coughs> Morgan has to roll. AD20. Does not surge. I didn't think she would. We're just gonna scroll up several pages to put her counter at a two. <laughs> uh, after Morgan is skeleton number three, which is going to, I believe, it can move over to Anok. Indeed, it can. So this skeleton will move over to Panic. Hello. Make its singular disadvantaged claw attack. Wow. For Thanks. another natural one. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. I mean, honestly, these things should not be having as much resistance in the water, but eh, it's, really, it's funny. <clears throat> Which brings it to the uh, wonderful up the rear bone claw. Bone claw is ready. Bone claw will attack. Um. No, that's not. I was about to say. Oh, it regains hit points. No, it does not. Mm. Does it move? Oh, it's very tempting. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. It moves up to have Smiley within five feet of it, and it uses Shadow Jump. What? I need Crisis and Smiley to make Constitution saving throws, please. What the fuck? Ah! <laughs> Rip. Okay, Smiley succeeds, Crisis fails. Yeah, with a fucking seven. The Crisis and the Bone Claw are teleported oh God, where are we to going? the back end of the room. <clears throat> Crisis takes 26 necrotic damage. Yeah, I figured. <clears throat> and I think Smiley takes half damage. No, Smiley takes no damage. Oh, fun. Uh, yeah, it's DC 14 con save or take 5d12 plus 2 necrotic. Nice. <coughs> and then teleports crisis. <clears throat> Alright. Uh, that is its action. So Sigmund is up. Yay! Um, that skeleton's still on me, isn't it? Ah, uh, no, it's not even on you yet. It didn't have enough movement. 20. 
How much movement does this guy get? I think it gets like. Also, only Smiley can now see Crisis. No one else can. Oh. Okay. Ah! Don't forget, your ah! vision is limited to about 15 feet. Five, oh, yeah. Nine, okay, 15. that makes sense. Uh, so, force ballista shot on the bone claw. But you can't see it. <laughs> well, natural one anyway. Because he can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's my turret, it's not me. The turret. I always have to check this. <clears throat> Why do I have that bookmark? Uh, and uh, we're gonna take a musket shot at the uh, at the skeleton. <laughs> Twelve. Uh, right, disadvantage. Twelve for seventeen points of piercing damage. <clears throat> Musket shots. Uh, well, the first one... Oh, no, sec first one misses. Uh, twelve misses? Twelve misses. That's my disadvantage. Uh, you don't have disadvantage with the musket. <laughs> ranged weapons do not have disadvantage. Uh, they just automatically... No. Ranged attacks automatically miss. Uh, outside of your normal range. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. The attack roll has disadvantage unless the weapon is a crossbow... Unless it's a crossbow, a net, or a weapon that is thrown like a javelin. But at the same time, firearms weren't included when this rule was written. <laughs> and you have a magical firearm. I do have a magical firearm. I'll say no disadvantage on it. Okay. <clears throat> so the 12 misses. But the 20 would hit. Well, you, you only have one attack. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, the 12 misses anyway, so you don't hit. I did that because I, I realized I forgot to check my disadvantage. Fair enough. Um, Smiley is up. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, as I start to move, I'll signal with my short sword where uh, which direction they've gone, and then I will use the dash action, pop myself right up next to it. <clears throat> Or what will be if it hits a sneak attack with my short sword. Alright. That does hit. So, yeah, I, yeah, I kind of assumed. And this time he needs to make a strength saving throw. Oh, claw. Whoops, that shouldn't have been at disadvantage. So 19. Yeah, he, he passed. Oh, yeah. Why did I have him on disadvantage? Um, so he takes the damage. That still hits, so you can have your sneak. Or was that included with it? Not included in the sneak, yeah. Okay. Only, I only don't include it if I have two attacks I'm doing. Because for some okay. reason it's decided on hit, which it probably shouldn't be, but rules as written, maybe. 
Mm-hmm. All right. So that's that. Ellie boy number five. Go up. Move up to Sigmund. I think it's one disadvantaged claw attack. 18 for six slashing. Oh, crap. He does hit. Um, next skeleton on Morgan makes uh, its one claw attack. For a nine and misses. I love how he misses by one point. Uh. Or it misses by one point. <laughs> Panic is up. Well, uh, well, another one has made its appearance near me, so I will hit him as well. Wacky wacky. Fourteen hits for seventeen uh, whacking, and you take it out. Oh wow! Look at me. <laughs> um, everything is twenty thousand feet away from me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you just used an attack action, so you can't do any. You can't make a dash. You'll just have to move fifteen feet. Okay, well, moving fifteen feet up. I don't even you can't even actually see anyone else. <laughs> I'm going up. My brain goes doors up. I go up. <laughs> okay. That's technically not even metagaming. Door up. I go up. Leave yeah. room help. <laughs> uh, so that's Panic's turn. Panic doesn't can't use another attack. There's nothing around her. Uh, crisis is up. Crisis? Are you having a crisis? Always. Yes, yes, I am. Uh, I will move my hunter's mark to this bitch. To the big bitch. Uh, and Smiley's right beside me, right? Yep. Yep. Her, her, her. Fit. Okay. So, I will whip this bitch. At normal because canceling. Uh, hello. I said that will pass. Thank you. For a twenty-two, that does hit for eight slashing. An additional eight damage. E. And here comes another one. Dear God, another 22. <laughs> Somehow, Crisis puts uh, all other whip users to shame. I am Crisis Z Whipper. <laughs> another three damage. Alright, that's Crisis's turn. Morrigan is up. <laughs> um Morgan's gonna move. Away. Five feet. Skeleton is going to take a reaction claw attack. And miss horrendously. 
And Morgan is going to... No, what? Just catapult again. Another piece of dead skeleton. It has to succeed at some point. Still a disadvantage, Dex. Oh! Double 15s! It actually works! The first time catapult succeeds. Is when I roll. Uh, so she doesn't take it out, but she at least does damage to it. <coughs> wait, 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 wait. It's bludgeoning! It has vulnerability to bludgeoning damage. She actually takes it out. Yay! She takes Good a skeleton job, with another piece of skeleton. <laughs> I love Which that. brings it to Zabon. In other words, <laughs> the bone I will beat a motherfucker with another motherfucker. Beautiful. <laughs> Uh, is now going to actually make two claw attacks. Um, yeah, you know what? One on Smiley, one on Crisis. Of course. It's big. Uh, first one Smiley. I'm just going top down. That's a 20 to hit for 22 piercing. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, you are also now grappled by it. Okay. Now against Crisis. That is an 11. Yes, yes. <clears throat> so, does not attack you. Don't touch me, motherfucker. That's his turn. Sigmund's up. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> okay. Um, what do we think we're going to do, guys? I think we're going to do the old... The uh, Ballista is going to move up to three and uh, take another pot shot at the um, Bone Claw. <sighs> Nineteen. Again, I guess the bone claw. <clears throat> Let me see something. I'm still trying to figure out. It makes no sense that you don't need to see it. <laughs> Are you looking at my Eldritch Cannon ability? Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't say against a creature you need to see. It just says within 120 feet of you. But again, it makes zero sense. A 19 does hit. <clears throat> Anything else? <laughs> yeah, no. Force Ballista, make a ranged spell attack originating from the cannon at one creature or object within 120 feet of it. No sight required. Uh, 
Uh, and my action, action, I uh, shoot it with the musket. The skeleton with the musket. 17 to hit. Uh, that definitely hits the skeleton and takes it out. <coughs> Only the bone claw remains and Smiley is up. <coughs> ha cha cha. Uh, y'all know the drill. Boop. Boop. I think I'm, I feel fairly certain the short sword does not hit. No, short sword does not hit. The dagger of venom do hit. <clears throat> and here's my sneak attack on it for another ten. All right, thirteen total. Oh, <clears throat> call looking bad. Uh, oh no, I can't move while I'm grappled, can I? No, you are uh, zero. Um, real quick. I'll go and try to move. Yeah, you would have to actually make a check to escape. Yeah, it's fine. <clears throat> I'll live. Alrighty. Panic is up. Please, somebody just finish this thing off. <laughs> Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Hey, uh, Sean, how's it looking, by the way? I just said pretty rough. <laughs> oh, that's good. Panic? Did Panic go bye-bye again? No, Panic was on mute. <laughs> um, Panic runs and just keeps swimming in tears. Um, I can dash this time, correct? Oh, this time I went bye-bye. What? Nice. Oh, no, I'm back. Sorry. My, you're you know, you're here. I'm, okay. You didn't leave. Cool. Um, I, I can dash this time, right? Yes. I can speed run. I'm a speed run this bitch. Um, I'm going to... Oh, I don't know, man. I'm gonna move. That's 15, I think. Now you can see the bone claw and crisis. Okay. Ah. Um, but I still can't reach it. No, you cannot. So. Can you throw something at it? <laughs> yes, throwing things underwater. That's bound to go yeah, well. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no, the fuck I can't. Uh, you can only throw particular items. <laughs> oh, yeah. You do have spells. <laughs> I don't know if you have any spells that would work, but... <laughs> Lol, nope. Yeah. I'm <laughs> so great right now for the team. Like, doing great, guys. Absolutely great. <laughs> I mean, you can just use a dash to get up to it. I will do that. And then probably the do nothing. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> uh, no. What's its reach again? 15 feet. Yeah, it's going to use deadly reach. Oh, uh, of um, course it will. <laughs> in response to a visible enemy moving into its reach, the bone claw makes one claw attack. 
Duh. Oh, of course. My luck. Eleven. Thanks. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Suck it. Disadvantage. Fortunately, I, I don't I get that natural twenty. Fortunately, I don't get the natural twenty. It's an eleven against you, so it does not hit. Stop um, it. crisis is up. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay. I'm panicking. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, I panic is having a crisis, and crisis is panicking. The yep, irony is him. amazing. I will rinse and repeat. You're you know what, it's like rain on your wedding day. Fun <laughs> 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 fact, nothing described in that song was actually ironic. That does so, hit. <clears throat> the song itself is ironic for that reason. Which is what makes it so great. Yeah. It's also just good. <laughs> Uh, and with that, Crisis takes out the Bone Claw. Aw, oh, damn it! Oh. <coughs> I still have more charge to fill! Oh. Fuck! As you do, it simply just skeletally smiles again. Goes, I will return once more! Yeah, yeah. <coughs> and... Bring coffee next time, fuck. Disappears into its own shadow once again. Did you just say bring salsa with you the next time? <laughs> I said coffee, but yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> salsa specific. Why salsa? Why do you want Love salsa for? Me. <laughs> Not just spicy. Uh... Oh, I don't like that. Don't worry about that. You don't need to worry about that. Don't worry. Don't worry. I. Why did you roll an eight? Um. Hmm. Very worried about that, but I'll just choose to act like I'm not worried about it. Okay. How about uh, we get don't the fuck out it. of here? I think we should go check out the north one. I believe the appropriate response is let's check out that north one. Fine. <laughs> They're just, I'm hurting. <laughs> and I didn't like the sound of Sean's laugh. <laughs> he was crying mm -hmm. fucking I didn't like his root. root my, my root toot tootin'? Very suspicious. Exactly. My root tootin' is not suspicious at all. Always suspicious. It's like the most suspicious. Nice try. I have never been suspicious in my life. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about, Sean. Suspicious that sounds like never. a lie. I am an open book. A really okay. horrible book, but an open one. Okay. <laughs> it it's open like if you stumbled upon the Necronomicon, just open. <laughs> Someone, why is it open? Someone close it. <laughs> I'm basically the Necronomicon that someone died while reading, so it's just open. So you look at it, you die while reading, and it open. I'm not suspicious. Like I'm the just deadliest joke. Yeah, <laughs> I am the deadliest joke. Where no one laughs in the <laughs> end. I do. I laugh lots. 
Um, so you <laughs> swim back along the just keep swimming tunnel towards the large staircase. Well, long staircase back up to the second sub basement or the first sub basement. Swim back along the southern hallway, arrive at the cross section. Make sure you have found every bit of horribleness that is within within the sanatorium. Like I said, nothing really didn't want to. Here, it's just making me more angry. <clears throat> so within the northern hallway, like if I were going to multi-class into barbarian, I'd be using this as my fuel. <clears throat> Spain. Now we'll once again just doop doop. Nope. <clears throat> so, swimming along into the northern hallway, the first cell you see um, is empty. Similar to the other one, it has a dirt floor instead of the uh, rough flagstone. Uh, however... No hole, there's instead a small mound of earth that rises from the floor. Nothing else. Fun. Don't like it. You don't like anything about today. No. Everything is suspicious. <laughs> Everything sucks. Don't <coughs> Suspicious to don't be everything suspicious, everything suspicious. On the plus side, that combat did that combat didn't even take a minute, so yeah, honestly, it It should have been in a similarly uh equal leveled encounter to the first time you hit the bone claw, but because you were underwater, they also had disadvantage, but a lot of you didn't, so (laughs) kind of nerfed the fight a bit. As opposed to uh, had you been caught by the bone claw and its skeletons above ground. I guess count yourselves lucky? Who knows? I mean, I beat the hell out of that thing, so. <coughs> so, uh, going past the second cell, you see only a fallen chair remaining in the cell. Nothing else. I don't like these ones. The empty ones creep me way more. <clears throat> Into the second right hand cell. <coughs> oh, I have to go get some something to drink some in a bit. <clears throat> you see You can have soda. <clears throat> I was gonna go get my, my drink. Um you see sat in, once again, a simple old wooden chair. Uh, this one limply sat, kind of hunched over, but its face still staring forward, its arms hung limply at its side, a pale, somewhat discolored humanoid facing the back wall. Who's looking into this cell? I can already see signals up there. Yeah, but Sigma's not looking in. Sigma's just continuing its way down. 
Me, I'm done. I'm not looking at any more of these fucking hell holes. You're no. <laughs> I mean, I just rolled perception, so. Listen, we're like yeah. half an hour into our hour. Sigmund doesn't want to waste any more time. <clears throat> so, uh, Smiley looks in, and you can see, well, both of you look in, but Smiley's the one that actually looks. The back wall is not the same material as the rest. What you see instead is a large black mirror that takes up the entirety of the back wall of the cell. Somewhat similar to one you have seen before. I need Smiley to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Oh, fun. Nope. Mm. I'm bored. I'm making Morgan have one as well. Yeah. No, I'm no. bored. It's fine. Morgan, what's your wisdom save? <laughs> Seven. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Uh, I'd say both of you, but Smiley, roll me a d100, please. I think it's a d100. That feels like it's going to be either very good or very bad. Okay, I'm going to roll me one. Morgan. <clears throat> 79, and roll me a d10. Six. Okay. So, uh, Smiley, as you yeah. gaze within the obsidian mirror, your mind shoots forward into it, into an endless blackened abyss, and you are paralyzed oh. for six minutes. Uh, oh my god, no. Morrigan! Oh god. Begins eating dirt. Oh. <laughs> the character experiences an overpowering urge to eat something strange, such as dirt, slime, or offal. Nice. So Morgan just kind of starts licking the walls. Oh, As one does. For six minutes. <coughs> well, six minutes of just... <laughs> Jeez, come on, we gotta get out of here. Told you we shouldn't have come down this hall. I'm going down the remainder of the hall while these two are up to their shenanigans. <clears throat> you see the last cell. <clears throat> the entirety of the cell is pitch black. No dark vision can mm -hmm. penetrate through it. No light penetrates through it. It is this solid black abyss. Mm -mm. <laughs> That's so, I need the other three to make wisdom saves, please. Oh. Actually, no, charisma saves. 
Oh, good. That's gonna end well for me. That's worse! Yeah. Twelve! <laughs> Ten! <laughs> well, maybe not. All three of you fail. How? Yep. <clears throat> and you have the irresistible urge to enter within the cell. Oh, great. Oh, no. Love that. Oh, I'm so excited. I fucking knew we shouldn't have come down As here. you head towards the cell, the door opens with ease, and you enter within as you step within the darkness. You see absolutely nothing. Oh. Pitch darkness. Mm -hmm. And immediately the room, the cell, this 10 by 10 acted chamber suddenly feels endlessly longer, expansive. You feel that there are no walls around you. But you also feel as if something is reaching for you. Endless arms within the darkness, not quite grasp, not quite touching you, but you can feel as if something is reaching for you, brushing just centimeters away. I need all of you to make another charisma save. Oh, mm. this. Um, Sigmund fails, Sigmund even with fails. even with crisis uh, panics bonus. Oh. Come on. Crisis fails oh, even with me. panics bonus. Oh, give me <clears> fucking <throat> three. Give me, give me, give me a whole second. This is it, friends. And panic <laughs> fails even with panics bonus. Yeah, all of us. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to add those names to this real quick. Like that. Here I thought only one person would actually get this. <clears throat> That's fun. No. After a brief moment, you are able to wander your way back out of the darkness. It is once you enter within, your senses regain, and you have you stand there for, we'll say, around stunned at about what happens, but immediately try finding your way out, and it takes a little bit before you are able to reach a door, almost as if despite you walking inside a cell only maybe two, three feet, the door was endlessly further away. And you re-emerge. Your eyes feel heavier. That is the end of this hall. Once you emerge, uh, the short-term madness afflicting Smiley and Morgan also ends. <clears throat> what is your next move? Get the leave. fuck out of here. Alright. Can we leave? <laughs> you can. I you can indeed leave. You begin swimming your way back out. I think we found everything we were looking for, so... I found nothing but sadness in this place. <laughs> and terror. 
fucking horrible. Don't want to come back. Never. Um, you Zero. swim your ways back out. Slowly trudging your way through the darkened, shadowy waters beneath the sanatorium. Back up the stairs into the first basement. <clears throat> Ask the moss and the original cells. <clears throat> the disembodied figure, a fetal positioned flame, the moss, the invisible shattered being, and all the others back through the kitchen, up the spiral staircase, and reemerge soaked and slightly worse for wear into the stairwell of the Clearwater Sanatorium. You have, <clears throat> or had, whatever, about, save, 10 to 15-ish minutes left on your water breathing potions. After going through all of that, <clears throat> what would you like to do? Leave. That was a total waste of time. Indeed, I agree. We found nothing. Except uh, horrors. Not, not entirely nothing. We did find the bone claw and render it obsolete for however long it takes its master, Ivorus, to bring it back. Did you we'll find, find the bone more. claw, or did the bone claw find you? I think it found us. I think it found us. Regardless, the outcome is still the same. We've rendered it unusable until such time as Iverius can summon it back. How long that will take, we don't know. But for, the time, but for the time being, the bone claw is Inert. gone. I would head back and let us rest and wait. Yeah. We need to find a new angle of investigation. <laughs> So you, soaked and weary, wander back out of the sanatorium, leaving uh, thicker footsteps in your wake. Back out into the Asra, <clears throat> uh, overcast sky, now raining down upon you so you don't actually look too out of place. And... Head back to the Gleaming Temple, or would you like to go somewhere else? <coughs> I think the Gleaming Temple is where the Parliament is being held. Uh, yes. Parliament. Parliament is held up here. There we go. Ping that. Number four. Okay. At the... Oh, oops. Yep, the five quarters parliament. 
fairly far from the temple. Yes. Yep, it's about an hour and a half walk. I'm going to head over there. All right. <clears throat> and I will I would most certainly take a short rest while I'm at it. All right. So everyone can take their short rests. Should they take one? Yeah. That was rough, buddy. Too spooky. Right, I might as well have Morgan roll a... <clears throat> oh, I forgot to have Morgan roll more dice. For e20 for Surge. That's not Surge. <laughs> Counter item three. Oh, of course, the one sheet I close. God damn it. <laughs> we'll roll some hit dice. She's actually back up at full. So, Smiley is going to Parliament. What are the rest of you doing? I don't think we should split the party, because I'm scared of everything. Uh, I'm going to follow him for now. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Smiley in crisis. Everything is spooky. No, thank you. <laughs> Sigmund? Oh. He's a typing. Going with Smiley. Yep. Sigmund is going with Smiley. Okay. <clears throat> S for Smiley. It's a smiley party. S. Um, for sake of simplicity, Morgan will stay behind the Gleaming Temple since uh, she does not want to go near Parliament or the uh, Sky move. Quarter. Makes sense. <laughs> that way I don't have to do any uh, confusing roleplay right now. And character stuff and story stuff. Without, you know, her present. <clears throat> right, if I am. So, 
you guys head through the rainy streets of Kasra. Darkened streets from the overcast stormy clouds. Slick with rain and uh, nary a person in sight. Save for perhaps the occasional policing force within the city. Most, you know, equipped with rain gear. Seems that the majority of the population has elected to stay inside for the day. On the most part. After about an hour and a half, 45 minutes, whatever, you arrive at the <clears throat> parliamentary area. Once again, crossing past the Cathedral of Cinders and the Fire's Promenade, which you once again can hear. Yet another clergyman of the cathedral spewing some empty words of blessing towards any who are around, which are little to none today. As you uh, head towards the Five Quarters Parliament, you find yourself in <clears throat> this small, relatively small, uh, open courtyard of a number of buildings all facing towards this large, circular uh, drive. <clears throat> you note that most are seemingly uh, officiary buildings, probably things for uh, general city government or upkeep, but there is one <laughs> building that is much grander we'll say, larger uh, number of columns out front. Um, several large domed structures upon the ceiling. Very much looks like a parliamentary building. <clears throat> you climb the short steps up into towards the rather large, dark, ornate wooden doors. <clears throat> Opening up into a very quiet and spacious foyer. There are a number of hallways and doors leading elsewhere. <clears throat> what are you doing? I guess I'll just try to find the chamber where everything's going down. See if I can hear anything. <clears throat> Alright, rule investigation. Well, um, you wander around the foyer, you peek down a couple of halls that, you know, do not have doors leading uh, into them. Uh, you don't really see too many people. There's a couple of sconces uh, burning in a few uh, hearths or braziers warming up the interior of the building. Uh, the few doors you try are mostly locked, except for supply closet and janitorial closets. Um, what seems to be one person's office. Uh, fairly scarce and uh, sparsely supplied. 
But aside from that, you do not find where Parliament is taking place. Well, that's unfortunate. I was hoping we might be able to find out just how much of a hold Ethereus has over them. Anyway, what do you guys think? We take off now? Maybe we should hang around? Do we know when this thing is supposed to end? No, you just know that Parliament is today. Mm. Could be an hour, could be a couple hours, could last the entire day. Yeah. I do not know how to progress from here. Shit be cray cray. Yes, indeed. I mean, if you like, you can wait through the day, um, or go make any other preparations you may deem necessary. You can choose to give yourselves downtime. <coughs> yeah, I guess I'll wander the city and see what people think of Averius. Sigmund would like to start- I, I will say to not waste your time, you have done this multiple times already, and you have gotten the same answer most of the time. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, going a month between sessions kind of fucks me up. <laughs> uh, Sigmund is going to go and start drafting a new idea for a weapon. Okay. I mean, you do have um, more letters from the other Nonus uh, to Iverius you have stolen. That you still have to decode and stuff. Yes. Um, but you did also now, steal his magic ball, <laughs> his communication now, orb. Drafting, starting to draft a new weapon. Okay. <clears throat> oh, and I need to do uh, research on hags if there's a library in the city. There are two libraries. Aside from the personal collection of Hilm within the Gleaming Temple. There is, again, the Cathedral of Cinder and the Lunar Observatory, which you have already been within. So, not looking for such information. Let's start with the Gleaming Temple because I have the best rapport with him, with Glyn. With Glyn? Gonna... Since when is he in this campaign? Sorry. Glenn? Uh, that was that's a blast from the past. Um, no, uh, gleaming temple because we have Hilm, the best yes. before with the helm. That's it. <coughs> yeah. He's in Parliament right now, though. Yeah, but I'm still going to use his library. I don't think he'd mind. Um. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so he'll be fine. You guys wander back your ways to the gleaming temple. I think Panic and I are going to go on a secret mission. Oh, oh let's go. Oh yeah. Okay, what are you guys doing? <laughs> not causing chaos, I swear. No, not at all. Us? No. Okay. I want to find out two things. Mm -hmm. I want to A, find out where Averius lives. 
Okay. And then B, I want to find um, if there is someone who sells cool bugs or where to get cool bugs. Because I want someone who bug sells toy. bugs. You never know. Okay. <laughs> Roll two investigation checks. Two investigation yeah, yeah. checks, and they'll be sequential. So, first one for the first point of business, second one for the second. Do I roll with advantage because I have panic helping me, or does panic roll too? Is panic helping, or is panic going with you? I will be helping. I okay, will be then helping. you can roll with advantage. I will. Thank you very much, panic. You are welcome. Uh, you said investigation? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is to find out where he lives. 22! <laughs> <clears throat> um, no one knows. Again, you are searching a large city with, you know, a general populace asking about mm -hmm. a relatively random parliament Council member, member. Yeah. parliament member so it's not like oh there's five ten people in this decision making board this is like 40 to 50 plus people that run the city that have large discussions and have to you know vote on majority and you're asking essentially a city about a random senator they have a random congressman. Um, I mean, no one knows. One, most people hardly know the name. Uh, the few who do know the name don't really know much about him. Uh, despite the fact that he's also a rather mysterious figure. And as you have been told before by Hilm, uh, he tends to just teleport to where he needs to go so no one knows which direction he even comes from mm. don't mm -hmm. like that that's rude okay and the second one some cool bugs another 22, also 22. okay well no one sells cool bugs. It's not exactly well, a. I didn't uh, think so. An open, uh, an, a thriving cool market. Um, bugs. <laughs> I'd say most people just kind of say if you go along, like through the uh, <coughs> the ship corridor, you know, like around the harbor, you're probably going to find more mm -hmm. interesting bugs than further inland. Um, sounds because obviously insects. And to lay eggs more near water. So bigger yep. bugs, more buffet for them. Checks out, checks out. <clears throat> Alright, uh, I'll go to my roll tables. Insects. Now it is also heavily raining, so uh, roll me a d8. I am not trying too hard because it's raining, but I know of this location, so I'll probably come back some other time. Eight. Eight. So you find... Uh, Eight bugs. 
I only have one here. You find like a cockroach. Let's see. Oops. Any water type bugs? Oh, you find a a water boatman, which is a, a <gasps> type of cockroach. It sounds so cute. I believe. A water what? Boatman. A water boatman, or a water boatman. Aquatic bug. Hemiptera. No, sorry, that's a leaf hopper. It's not a cockroach, but whatever. It's you find a water bug. Seems to be. It's a water boatman. Water boatmen and water scorpions are true bugs that live in water. Okay, well. It's a water bug. There you go. Love it. I already got a cockroach, so a water boatman is very cool. I'll actually take the cockroach out of that. Yeah, <laughs> I have a hissing cockroach. I mean, there's tons of different cockroach, so. Yeah. <coughs> I love bugs. Um, so, Sigmund heads back to the Gleaming Temple. Which you find, uh, the, <laughs> as of yet, mysterious, uh, third member of the church. Uh, a somewhat older human woman. As you enter in, she looks at you for a second and goes, Oh, well, uh, I believe that you would be one of those fellows that... <clears throat> Sorry, I'm going jacked out for a second. I was going to say. That, uh... <clears throat> Hill has taken in. Correct. I am... I am Heather. Heather. If there's anything I can do, <clears throat> my old man, my old person voice just automatically rejected. If there's anything I can do for you, just let me know. <laughs> now a smoker, apparently. She like shakes your hand that with both hands. Fifty years. <laughs> All right, Heather. Uh, perhaps you can direct me to some information about Fay, particularly involving hags. What? What? <laughs> it's confused. Flap. I mean, most likely you would probably prefer to check out the uh, libraries within the Cathedral of Cinders or the Lunar Observatory. I can't. Fuck it. I can't do a voice for her today. <laughs> well, if that's the case, thank you for the information, and that's where I'm going to go. You do remember or know that the library, quote unquote, of the Gleaming Temple is Hiln's personal, you know, archive and in yeah. their room. Right. So it's not like, oh, direct me to this information. Dude, I don't know. This is my boss's weird obsession. Uh, so, uh, I mean, if you mean? want to go to Hiln's room and look through their books, feel free. But what Heather knows, libraries are in the other two. Then I'm going to go to the Cathedral of Cinders first, at least while the um, Parliament is still on. Once it's done, I'm going to go back to Helm. Alrighty. 
<laughs> so you jaunt back out into the uh, the rainy day, over to the Cathedral of Cinders. Uh, you pass through Fire's Promenade once again, finding the empty words of a clergyman. Seems to be a different one. Now they seem to have swapped out throughout the day. And you now finally find yourself on the steps of the Grand Cathedral of the City. Large, gothic structure, buying buttresses pointlessly around. Um, spikes and spires and gargoyle-esque sculptures lining around it. Two large, or several large double doors, all depicting uh, different types of fire depictions and iconography. You walk in and the in interior is similarly gothic. It's not as dark, per se, not as black. Um, the marble floor is a brilliant kind of veined, uh, gold-veined white that changes to, like, greens or blues, depending on where it goes within the church or the, the cathedral. <coughs> um... Beautifully sculpted marble columns line the halls. There's a huge uh, auditorium of hundreds of pews with a grand stage and a ostentatious, at the least, pulpit. There is another uh, sermon going on within, as you can guess this may be a permanent ongoing activity there are a number of people within the uh, cathedral sitting in the pews listening or silently praying and a number of uh, lower clergy people milling about silently around the edges and the perimeter of the main auditorium going about their duties <clears throat> Unlike with the Lunar Observatory, which just had a library, essentially as this uh, second balcony floor spread out towards the side, the cathedral uh, actually does have a ceiling. It's not entirely to the roof. <coughs> and past the tall, thin, plain windows, no mysterious magical enchantments within this structure, just many, many burning braziers, large uh, fire light sources throughout. Nothing magical like the other two. Obviously, this is the god of fire. Um, you find a stairway uh, pretty close to the door, you know, not into the, the auditorium. That does lead upwards, and there is a small sign that says library. Alrighty, following that, I look for an attendant when I get to the library. You walk up the stairs. It's about like a two-flight staircase, uh, given the actual size of the auditorium. This cathedral is several stories tall, at the very least. <coughs> and you walk into a rather magnificent library. Beautiful shelves, all ornately adorned beautifully kept books. There's a number of librarian clergy attendants within all. You're able to find a uh, a gnomish woman 
kind of slightly wild braided hair, but somehow still kept. A odd combination. Wearing the vestments of a uh, Asith, the Suthian clergyman. Well, dear, uh, what can I help you with today? I'm looking for any information you might have on hags and fae. Uh, roll me a persuasion check. Persuasion. Funny. She kind of like looks around for a second, a little nervously, and just goes, shh, keep your voice down. Such things are uncouth. We do have a small <laughs> section of such folkloric and evil creatures. <clears throat> I must, however, ask what your business is researching such hideous beings. Ah. Um. Sigmund is going to uh, pull out his notebook and he is going to say, have you ever heard of an artificer, ma'am? have fellows who tinker with mechanical things and magical items. Correct. I just so happened to be one and I was hoping to find more information on fey and hags in order to render them unalive. To put it politely. <laughs> <laughs> she is a little perturbed um, but points you in the direction of the uh, information in question. Uh, so, he's gonna go there, and he is going to check that out. Alright. <clears throat> Roll me an investigation checks. A check, sorry. Investigation check. Seventeen. Uh, Seventeen. Which is average for Sigmund. <laughs> Right, so we're doing this is Sean Connery. Um, Sean Connery. 17. Uh, so, hags are fey creatures. They delight in the hideous and the obscene and obtuse. They find beauty and ugliness and wish to uh, put those beliefs on others. Uh, they love corrupting those pure of heart and uh, good people. Um, they tend to often come together in covens, uh, groups of maybe three to five, which would allow them to become even more powerful by sharing their magic between themselves. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> they are capable of having a number of uh, unique items. Crafted while within covens. Doot, doot, doot. Oh. That one. Oh. 
Namely, where are they? Why can I not find the uh, pretty things? Here we go. That hag item or hag items. Ovens. Uh, they are able to craft uh, a particular item. I can't find the name of it. It's an eye that they can give to um, their servants, minions, or other thralls, uh, which they are the hags themselves are able to see out of. <clears throat> you do remember such a odd objects being odd object being hung around uh, Jacob's neck. Few times mm -hmm. you have witnessed him uh, held <clears throat> by a small bird foot. Mm-hmm. Let's see what the heck the eye is called. Oh, it's just called a hag eye. <laughs> okay. Um. <clears throat> Particular hags are also capable of crafting other uh, items, such as a heartstone, um, allowing them to receive additional abilities, or a soul bag, which allows them to steal the souls of the living. Um, past that, uh, you learn that hags are rather vicious in nature, and will seek to overthrow others to benefit themselves, but will still try to maintain a coven as long as possible to maintain their increased strength. Um, while covens do tend to bicker and uh, fight amongst themselves, they do still uh, also um, heed a creed, of hag covens helping them each other out or exchanging information uh, every so often. Okay. But Is nothing the... on weaknesses and, and such? No, no particular weaknesses. Just strengths within spellcasting, but also uh, semi-physical prowess. There are also multiple types of hags, uh, with differing capabilities and powers. Okay, well I'm going to take take down all the information I can on the different types of hags and all their different abilities. Is there signs on recognizing the various types of hags? Um, most are easily recognized by appearance, uh, mm -hmm. though some hags do enjoy um, disguising themselves. Course. Granted, their disguises are uh, rarely flattering, as they do have particular tastes. Um, green hags are, as the name suggests, green-skinned. They tend to have long white hair and are the quintessential hag creature. They are old, wizened women with uh, bony fingers and gnarled, twisted faces. Uh, night hags are fiendish entities with purple skin resembling more of a devil than a witch. Sea hags are uh, semi-aquatic, seeming to be covered in uh, dresses and attire of woven seaweed and bone. 
they are uh, very slimy and spongy skinned. <clears throat> there are also pop a book. Anis hags, which almost seem to be uh, partially crafted of twig and antler, they have they have twisted, uh, hunched bodies that have fungal growths around them, and bewer hags, which seem icy and uh, elongated in appearance. Okay. Um, gonna look for any references to the Dobbed Soul. Sure, roll investigation. <laughs> Natural one for an eight. Uh, no such luck. Uh, the unique spelling of a regional fairy tale uh, makes your research very difficult. Um, and you are unable to find any information on that particular uh, name. Alright. Um, In that case, Sigmund takes his uh, newfound knowledge and he returns to the uh, Cleaming Citadel to start working on the first draft of his new weapon. All right. So we have Sigmund, Crisis, and Panic stuff. Anything Smiley would like to be doing in this time? Mm. I guess I'll just poke around the uh, poke around the shops in the area to see if there's anything where they might sell some magic items. Sure, roll investigation. I don't want to spend too much time doing things around here. Twenty. Twenty. Um, not really. Uh, most people tend to point you point you towards the Bastille, uh, Sebastian's shop. Despite it being a rather tucked away and uh, cozy little nook in the city, it seems to be fairly well known as like, oh yeah, no, this like weird shop that's run by a talking cat has magic stuff. Um, it it does have its primary function as a bookshop, but carries spell scrolls, carries a uh, number of potions, and on occasion uh, the odd magic item or two. But um, not many other people in the city tend to deal in magic items as they are quite hard to sell. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'll head over there to see if he has anything fun or intriguing. But uh, other than that... Alright. <clears throat> Let's see. Would he have anything since literally yesterday? Probably not. Almost not. 
Uh, as you enter, you are once again greeted by Sebastian. <clears throat> uh, asking upon any increased wares, he goes, Well, I have uh, restocked on a number of spell scrolls that have been purchased over the past couple of weeks since my last shipment. And uh, as of this morning, I have acquired uh, another water-breathing potion. Uh, to replenish the four you have bought yesterday. Apart from that, nothing else uh, has come into my possession as of late. Mm. Sure. You know, if it's all right with you, I will take that uh, that other water breathing potion. That is quite our light. Uh, I believe we said they were 75 gold. I made them way cheaper. It may have been 75 gold for the four or five. I had made... Uh, love how I close the DMG. This is I need it. They are common. Sixty each. So sixty sixty gold for a water breathing potion. Done and done. So you have another water breathing potion in your possession. To replace the one you just used. Yep. <clears throat> As you purchase it, Sebastian goes. Shall I perhaps order more of these potions, given that you seem to be re requiring uh, quite a few of them? I that usually only get it. them only every couple of weeks or uh, fewer, but if I put in a special order, my source should be able to provide me with more at a uh, faster pace. If you can get me... How fast do you think you could get me three of them? Me? Um... I should be able to get them within a day or two. Perfect. If you can do that for me, I'll pay a, I'll pay a, a five gold premium on each. Does that sound good? We shall talk cost uh, once they arrive. It will depend at uh, how much my socks, uh, my supplier charges me for the uh, exp expedited production. Of course. Perfect. Thank you. Mm, always a pleasure. Likewise. Alright. Yeah. So after, uh, yep. After we'll say two to three hours of you guys, you know, futzing around in the city, doing some stuff, uh, you head back towards the Gleaming Temple. Uh, Sigmund. We'll say you probably encounter Hilm along the way, with them actually, like, partially catching up to you in a bit of a, a rushed pace. <laughs> They're, like, wanting oh. to get back. Hello, Hilm. Well, hello. Um, <clears throat> it's good to see you, but we should perhaps get back to the temple as quickly as possible. Agreed. I do not particularly I, enjoy the rain. I uh, I have questions for you. But of course, um, uh, doing 
bad French to then deep British. Right, so, yes, we should get back to the temple. And uh, Sigmund and Hilton arrive shortly after, like, you all do at the same time, to enter into the temple. What would you like to do? I'm going to let everybody else do their th stuff first. If anyone has anything to do. I do not. No, me neither. I think I did everything. Panic? Panic was just along for the ride, I think. Yeah, I, I, I was like, Crest is going somewhere? Wait for me! I follow! Ha <laughs> ha! In which case, uh, Sigmund goes up to uh, Hilm and says, You have a private collection of books, correct? Well, yes, yeah, I do indeed. Um, I have a number of tomes and old spell books and archived uh, writings and scripts most revolve around uh, the arcane and magical teachings as are my personal interests what are you looking for in particular hags hmm well, they are magical beings perhaps there may be a nugget of information or two amongst my uh, my collection um, let's uh, let us go see. <clears throat> and you are led back into Hilm's uh, bigger on the inside room <laughs> of nice. uh, floor to ceiling bookshelves and large tomes scattered across the floor. <clears throat> I'm going to bring uh, one of the symbols of the Dobsul with me. One of the little mm -hmm. wooden. You have a number. <laughs> I have a collection. Yeah. <laughs> Should make earrings out of them and sell them. They're like four inches wide. Hey, yeah. Tanya, Tanya, you know what I can do? What? I can enchant them and make oh. accessories for the group. Oh, beautiful. <gasps> I love it. That's, That's to say that they're not already enchanted. No, they're not. I'm kidding. <gasps> <laughs> I, believe, I believe we did a detect magic on them and they I know I'm magical. just messing with you that's hilarious though <laughs> oh I didn't even although don't forget symbols carry power they do despite it being magical or not um, so yeah you have some time to you know research through the library um, if Hilm's assisting me do I get advantage on my investigation check do you want advantage or do you want Hilm to roll? Uh, depends on whose investigation is higher. Mine's at a seven, so I'm kind of confident. Hilm's is very high. Oh boy. Maybe I'll assist Hilm. All right. So both you and Hilm will roll investigation. Okay. And I put the uh, Dobb Sewell on his desk and I say, I'm looking for any references to that in particular. Okay. That is quite the interesting symbol. I don't know if I've seen it before, but we shall uh, crack our heads together. 
So Sigmund with a 14 and Hilden with a 28. God damn. Whoa. <laughs> Holy fuck. Hilden is an arcane uh, cleric. So hard. They have a very high investigation and a very high wisdom. Like uh, big intelligence. brain. Oh yeah. Go hard, I guess. Huge. Hiln is Damn. very, very arcane practiced. So Despite really? the fact that Hiln has made poor decisions of using <laughs> an untested spell to plane hop, um, they are very talented. The fact that they made that work so well, despite the end goal not being met, is testament enough to their talent that they used a half-baked spell. Um they- a slight smooth part of their brain when they used it. <laughs> well, I guarantee you it was overconfidence is what it was. Oh, not at all. <laughs> Just an oversight. No, but that, that's what I mean. Like, they went, yeah, I'm good enough to figure this out, and then they would just were not quite. <laughs> not at all. Hilm is uh, actually a rather humble individual. Big brain. Just absent-minded then? It was just yes. a slight smooth brain moment. They they tend to make slightly poor decisions, but they are still very smart. Um, Whoops, a daisy. They're book smart. So Not street smart. Maybe on the spectrum. Yo, definitely. Hiln is definitely on the spectrum. Just like so many of us. Several yeah. spectrums. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a rainbow up in here. Absolutely. Well, more than one reason. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> also yes um so you two you know buckle down and go start pouring through books and you you do find some some uh things on hags a lot of it is more the magical side of them uh you know like how they perform magic rituals that hug, uh, hags can do magic they can actually cast or uh alone or in covens sure uh it is Hilm themselves who does find a symbol of the Dobsul within a very old book. Roughly scrawled in in penmanship on a stained page. Uh, in over a triangle with overlapping sides, a line going down the middle, and two diagonal lines through that center. A rough representation of the many variations of the symbol you have physically found. It is the symbol of a very unique hag coven, uh, the Dab Sul, which also translates to. Um, I think I marked it as the night, the night star, the night hags, something like that. Or the Star Hags. Uh, it is a regional symbol to Ostensa, uh, particularly within the uh, Starlets uh, or the Moonlit Swamp or Starlit Marsh. Something. Like that. I'm I'm forgetting my names of things. I'm gonna go to my names of things. Overworld. Not Overworld. Absul. Within the moonlit swamp. There we go. Swamp. <coughs> it is within the moonlit moonlit swamp. Um, that many of these symbols are found as the Dobsul Coven tends to mark their territory. 
whether the interesting physical aspects of the Moonlit Swamp are what drew the coven into it or are caused by the coven, no one really knows, as this particular one has existed over several centuries with its members actually rotating a bit. It, the coven tends to replenish any member that is killed either by an, by other hags, by inner conflict, or by outer sources. Or outer um, powers. Doesn't happen to mention uh, what kind of hags they are, though, does it? No, as the kind of hags they are actually seems to shift. Um, seeing as the members change, the types of hags right. change. However, even within that, as a as the hag grows more powerful, she will actually re-manifest herself and change herself into a more powerful version of a hag. Um, as is the essence of this particular one. <laughs> I love that for us. <clears throat> okay. Alright. Um. Uh, there are other things. One, they do not take in other hags. They create new hags to join the coven. Specifically tending to kidnap young girls and keep them as daughters to corrupt them and transform them into hags over time. As you right. saw with uh, Zeba and uh, what you were told about with another hag daughter she encountered named Maeve. Okay. Um, you, f you do find, obviously, there's a number of, like, local myths about them. There's a ton of, like, children's stories and folklore to keep people out of the swamp. Uh, you were vaguely told before that the swamp has odd properties, but specifically in this tome, Seems to be someone who has traversed the swamp and made it out alive. Ooh. <gasps> and what do they have to say on the subject of this? That's swamp? good info. The actual physical landscape of the swamp changes and shifts. Inside the moonlit swamp, geography is not static. It's it changes as you walk through it. And it's represented in a number of different areas. Which I have not written down or created, so uh, I might list those at a later time, because we are nowhere near that yet. <coughs> um, it also does list a number of old hag names. Each of which starts with the letter D. It seems to be that they're not super creative in that uh, area. Does not list, or at least does not list the current ones that they might know of. However, you see at the bottom of the page is another uh, depiction that looks fairly familiar to you now. Um, it's a drawing of an item you guys have. A kind of wavy black square with two, two border, with, with like a kind of shredded borders. And a lot of very fine kind of gold penned filigree over top it. The map? Yeah, it's showing you the black map of the Mad Mapper. 
What? Um, and it seems that this is the author. Whoever <gasps> this is, there's no name associated with it. It's like additional pages inside another tome that was compiled of a whole bunch of different researches and different people and different writers and authors. But this particular section was written by the Mad Mapper himself or themselves. Okay. And they had created the map, the black map within the moonlit swamp to help them navigate it. Oh, that's while holding the black map, while holding and using the black map, you can actually navigate the swamp a lot easier and the geography will shift a lot less for you. Good. That's good. Okay. Um, with all this new information, I'm going to look at Helm and I'm going to say, do you know of any monster hunters that may have killed a hag? Or a giant? <laughs> <laughs> You're not Segway. here, Crisis. <laughs> oh, I thought I was. <laughs> I'm the voice in your head. <laughs> um, I am the shadow on the moon at night. You're already the voice inside my head. I was going with the nostalgia critic thing. My head. My head. My head. Um, 21. Let's see. Let me go down my NPCs. Did I make? Did I give them a name? Did I write them down? Six keys. <laughs> um. I was going through my different like areas. Hmm. Well, I'm, you know, not particularly social. Uh, with uh, those kinds of peoples, but I have heard of um, one uh, bounty hunter uh, well regarded for their prowess uh, in odd magics, I guess would be the best way to put it. Uh, they are uh, of the dragonborn uh, descendants, uh, I believe either white or silver, I've mostly heard the second hand. Um, I believe their name is Dasov Palemane. They are fairly revered for being a hunter of great repute and uh, who seems to have either killed or learned from uh, hags or similar creatures. Uh, most of this is, you know, um, word of mouth, uh, telltale, second hand. But they do kind of Bit what you are looking for, what you are and asking, you, but you would know where to find. No, this is a story of a story, friend of a friend. I would call them more of a myth than a person, but I, from the sounds of it, they are a real person. How much the exploits are accurate, uh, I'm not too sure. Very well. This was informative. Thank you oh, for your well, time. Oh, well, now that you mention, there is uh, 
Oh, uh, not, a, not, a, not a singular um, hunter. And I don't know if they fought any hags in the past, but there's a group that went by the name Brightguard. They're, they're fairly uh, well known uh, for the exploits of uh, well-founded glory, or glory in general. So there's always, uh, I mean, I'm not sure exactly what you want the information for, but they do come to mind. I have some questions. I'm designing, uh, I'm designing something and I would like their input. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Well, uh, the best of luck to you. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) <laughs> However, on the topic, I was a little bit distracted by the prospect of interesting research. Um, we must gather your uh, your friends for a moment. You have some, I would say, news of the Parliament. Oh, good. <clears throat> Very well. <clears throat> so you all kind of gather collect. together. Uh, we'll say in in Hilm's room. Uh, before yeah. we start the meeting, I pull Crisis aside. Ah! Crisis. I did not find where he lives. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> I need to see I it. didn't find a new bug! I'll show him one of my water bugs. That Look. is... Uh, can I identify the bug? Yeah, that's the water bug. The water boatman. It's a water boatman? Isn't that a water boatman, mm-hmm. Crisis? It sure is. You know your bugs. I almost, I almost want to say that um, Crisis already ate it and just like snot rockets it out of his nose into his hand. <laughs> just like I, um... I have a new bug. <laughs> <laughs> just like you know, like covers one lizard nostril and <laughs> I am pops a bug smart, out. You know. You what? I am pretty smart. You know. You know your bugs. What's up? Can I see that map you carry? Oh yeah, sure. Don't worry, I you'll get it. it back. I just I want to have it for a little bit to examine. I wasn't concerned, but now I am. Why <laughs> do you want the map? <laughs> we'll talk about it outside of town. Oh, suspicious. Well, the town has ears and. A lot of other body parts. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was, I think, I'd, the best reaction I could hope for. I'd, I'd rather uh, have this discussion somewhere where there's less people. Fair. More trees, less people. Got it. Uh, no, so I'm gonna don't forget the forest is alive. Yes. Um, the forest knows. I'm uh, going to fold uh, up the map and put it in my pack. I'm going to thank Crisis, and we're going to return with everybody else. <laughs> Crisis pulls it out of the uh, spatial it. scarf. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little tenderly finger fringes just kind of pop it up. Like, ah, thank you. <laughs> um, I pet. His name is Reginald. Forget. The forest has names older than time can remember, and whispers that go beyond what the wind can understand. I thank Reginald for oh, that. <laughs> thank Reginald. <laughs> um, okay, so you guys gather into uh, Hilm's room. As you all, you all sit down and gather in. 
Well, um, <coughs> you all tell us your info. You did ask me to keep an eye on uh, various Ibn throughout the Parliament. <coughs> yeah, one or more <coughs> today. Um, refraining from my usual uh, scrollings and ramblings uh, within the meeting. I did notice that about um, about an hour in, he did get, seem to become rather agitated within his seat. He was shifting quite a bit. It did stop after a little while later, perhaps 20 minutes. Um, He seemed to be in both a pleasant yet foul mood, uh, on and off throughout the meeting. A little more aggressive than I remember him being. Yet also... Oddly pleased with himself. Like, he was excited about something. Mm. Past that, um, turning to Smiley... uh, I did attempt to approach him after the Parliament to uh, set up a meeting. <coughs> I had... Uh, I, I inquired with him if he would be open to meeting with uh, one of the heirs to the uh, Grin estate, which he laughed at me and said, I don't give a flying fuck. <coughs> oh, brazen... God damn. I have better things to attend to right now. And then he teleported away. Wow. That's a no. bitch-ass move. Oh, boy. Honestly, Canada. I did not think that my social skills were that horrendous, but... No, he's just a, a butt. A little more brusque than I remember him being most of the time. Damn. Anything else? Um, well, I did attempt to acquire, inquire with some of the other members <coughs> uh, as to his residence. I know you had been asking about that as well. It seems that the nobles have absolutely no idea where he lives. He's quite private towards no. them. The merchants, Nobody. given that they do have um, paperwork, file with him, seems to be sending uh, most of the paperwork to a an address within the river quarter, but oh. very few actually go there. He has uh, express. he's apparently expressly wished that their correspondence be not in person, primarily in, uh, in uh, sent correspondence. Any physical conversations and meetings, he would go to them, as he prefers to keep his life private. I did mm-hmm. uh, note down the particular address. You like? They slide oh, over yes. like a a torn corner of parchment. <clears throat> uh, towards you guys. I will study it, remember it, lock it away. And I will just have Morgan make a history check. <laughs> Yes, please. I will have Morgan do a uh, home lore check. Oh, dear lords. Warfare oh, 11. 
It's in the river quarter, that's for sure. Morgan's <laughs> not sure. Morgan is not sure exactly where it is, other than it actually being in the river quarter. Is that like a fancy part of town? Or? That's where the Clearwater Sanatorium is. Of course it fucking is. Like the same little island? The island is part of it. Um, you're, I think you're still on the, uh, you're yeah, still on the big map. Okay. So we're going to go with this. One. Red. That's the river quarter. Uh, uh, the whole shebang. It's the whole island and the other harbor on the other side. That is the entire hearth quarter. Which is the... Residential. Upper... Residential. It's more on the left side you would say east well i'm drawing on the map i know but our listeners can't see the map so fine. trying to visually describe south is the river quarter east almost the whole east side of the city is the hearth quarter hearth quarter and then the, the big block part the southwestern part of the city is what again? Okay, so we have very, very bottom. The island within the river and across and the land across the river is the river quarter. Yep. As to the very precise naming. Uh, <coughs> the middle section of the city is split in two down the middle. To the east, you have the hearth quarter, which is primarily residential. Uh, to the West. West and on the coast you have the um the ship quarter, which is all mostly like the businesses, shipping, harbor, all that. Um in the center uh is the gleaming temple between the two quarters. Just above those, taking up the entire west to east of the city. Almost to the north is the sky quarter, which is uh largely nobles, a lot of governmental stuff, and the two other churches and the very very tippy tippity top is the uh, I called it the shingles I think. Yeah. Yes, the shingles quarter. <laughs> I don't remember if it was shingles or shambles. The shingles quarter, uh, which is pretty much all the poor, all the like really run down places, the slums. Which so is like listener, the north. Think of it. Think of it kind of like New York City. <laughs> Where the where the river quarter is Staten Island. <laughs> no, good old That's Staten what you Island. So the Place the address the address that all uh, paper correspondence to Iverius Ibn is sent to is somewhere within the river quarter. Okay. What are we waiting for? I don't know. What are you waiting for? <laughs> I was asking them. We should go. You want to go today? We should at least scope it out. Alright. I mean, you guys do still have some time left in the day. Yeah, we'll just scope. 
perhaps okay. do some reconnaissance? Um, Let's yes. see. Since you are so fond of that. I do like good reconnaissance. Two people can helm the investigation to find the uh, the address. Who would like to do it? Sigmund would like it, to start us off. Investigation. All right. So Sigmund is the first one for investigation. Who else is uh, aiding in this? I think it's going to be either me or uh, me. either me or um, uh, Crisis. Not gonna be me. <coughs> Between you two, you can pick who's rolling the investigation with Sigmund. What's your modifier? Five. <laughs> Gonna cheat. But five of you do it. I'm a four. Alright, so Sigmund and Smiley are helming finding this address. Okay, yeah, I will hold the map in my head. Fifteen and fourteen. Okay. Not so bad. you head your way towards the river quarter. Uh, you kind of wander the streets, you know, getting a lay of the land, figuring out exactly how the streets are mapped out. Despite the uh, metaphor of New York City, the streets are not named as easily or mapped all out I'm as easily. Say, all I'm going to say is Sadie needs to come back because uh, these rolls are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She needs to siphon our bad roll. I feel what bad. Needs to happen. Yeah, um, sorry, Sadie, but it is what it is. <laughs> I swear I don't regard you as a gimp. <laughs> um, a bad rolls gimp. Uh, <coughs> you wander around for a bit. You have to ask a couple of people that you cross within the rainy day until eventually you do find um, the address. Me. It is a run-down home cross from the road that leads to the clear water. Like, almost less than a shack. So we found it? Yeah, you found it. And it you found the home. Like a little shack. So it's like this fairly old-looking, run-down shack of a house. Home. Almost like a hunting cabin at best. That so, sits in a weed and uh, tall grass, muddy yard directly across from the old overgrown road that leads to the Clearwater Sanatorium. So, uh, best guess, this place is a front for the actual place, the Clearwater Sanatorium that we were just in. Yep. Just going out on a limb. It's not much of a limb. It's a pretty strong limb. <laughs> Can we see inside? Like inside the house, window? Uh, the windows are covered at the moment. Oh, that's mm. rude. What if we knock? If we knock, nothing is going to happen because nobody lives there. It's an abandoned house that is used as a mailing address for the sanatorium so that no one thinks it's the sanatorium. Because who would be crazy enough to live in the sanatorium? Plus, this guy teleports everywhere so nobody knows where he's coming from. Yeah, it's a pretty safe bet. The magical fun house is his home base. But we didn't see any evidence of him like living there, did we? 
I mean, you didn't I, find uh, any beds or, well, any used bed, bed beds um, or like a kitchen, but you did find an office that was clearly still in use. True. He definitely still uses the office, and that's for sure. And, I mean, you didn't see, you, you couldn't really tell how many of those experiments were recent, if they were recent, or how recent they were, but everything in there is still alive. Though someone's upkeeping either their life force, the magic keeping them there, who knows. Awful. Just awful. Yuck. Shall we raid the house? Not today, but like eventually. Should we peep it? See what's going on? Maybe. You are welcome to if you want to go in. Uh, not today, because my hit points are a little suffering, but... Fair. Fair enough. You're a little ouchy right now, I get it. I mean, you had time to take a very nice short rest. I did take one short rest. You took one hit dice. No, I took two hit dice. I just rolled on one of them. Well, it's up to you. You want to go explore the little shack of a house postal box i want i want to say it won't take long because it's a tiny house but knowing this fucked up city it might just be like the entry point to the another horrible fun house that leads underground or some shit <laughs> fair uh, for- i have i have heard about mages of a particular caliber being able to uh, render the inside of a building bigger than the outside. So it's entirely possible that this is those cases. I mean, you, you've you experienced it firsthand. on the inside? You've seen Hiln's room. <laughs> Correct. Um, bigger on the inside. Hiln's room is yeah. very much that. It is so this, bigger than it should be. So this, this shack might be bigger on the inside. Hmm. Shall we... Uh, if anything, now I'll- if anything, I say our best bet is to take a peek into the door, but don't actually enter the building. Should we knock? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I answered my own question. Can this I muscle the- This man has been rude to us. I see no reason to be polite to him. You know what? Fair. Jiggle the handle. Is it locked? Watch it be trapped and I just walk into it. <laughs> Alright, so you walk through the, the muddy yard uh, and kind of poke squinch, the door squinch, open, you know, squinch. give it give the handle a bit of a turn. It squeaks. It's rusted and kind of stiff, but unlocked. Swings open. Yeah, Into an empty it. home. It's just Completely. a shack. It's not even a shack, it's a shell. 
There's yeah. no rooms. There's nothing in there. It is literally One just room. the case of a home. The windows aren't even real. What? Wait, what? Oh, my laptop's you walk about in, to die. You walk inside, and all you see is the structure built well enough to maintain shape, but the windows are essentially fake pockets. What the fuck? On the inside, it's just pure flat planks of wood. The outside, it's literally just additional planks of wood made to look like a window. They don't even go through all the way. You found a cardboard box. One hundred percent a cover for the sanatorium. Yeah. Can we check for trapdoors? Sure. Roll investigation. Ah, fuck! Can I plug in my laptop first? Yeah. I think it's gonna die. <laughs> um, Sigmund's not going to enter, but he's going to let the investigation for trapdoors happen. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay, let's investigate. Do do do. With a seven, seven I don't think so. <laughs> Effort. I oh tried. boy. Nope. Thank God, no secret passages. <sighs> <laughs> So, uh, with the seven investigation, this is just a solid box of wood. You don't find any trapdoors. If anyone else wants to make an investigation, you are more than welcome to. Yeah, please. Okay. Please. <laughs> Eleven. 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 Sorry, I'm too many elevens in my brain. Uh... No, <laughs> you find nothing. It's a box of wood. The only thing that is not a box in the box of wood is the door that leads into the box. Because a door is harder to fake than windows. <laughs> it's a complete mask. It's fake. It's a complete facade. There's nothing here for us, guys. No yeah, trapdoors, this is, this no is, nothing. This is an elaborate mailbox. This is what we call a front. It is here to divert attention from the thing behind us that we've already been in twice. So what do we do now? Well, we know where he's operating out of. Now you have to go there while he's there. Now we have to go there while he's there. And what? Fight him? Who knows? You have to confront him somehow. Or who do you? At do the you, very least. Do you want to bother? What are you going to do? At the very least. At the very least, we have to give him a stern talking to. <laughs> Alright. With fists and various weapons, you mean, yes? Stern talking to. Stern or austere? I would call the fists and the weapons austere. 
Let's start with the stern talking to and see where it progresses. If it goes to austere, then we leave it. Then so be it. All right. So I will add, I did forget to mention this because Sadie's not actually here, so her story's not on my brain. But uh, Hilm does mention that uh, Alistair Van Doren is back in the city. Uh-oh. Which is oh uh, Morgan's teacher. I'm putting it on the stream so I can also... Oh. Tell Sadie that <laughs> after. Um, Van Doren? Yep. Oh, I shall write that in my notes. <sighs> he is back in the city, which I think you guys did know, or at the very least Morgan knows off of uh, I think it was Sebastian. <coughs> yes. That Van Doren has been coming and going like every other week between his estate in the country or the outer city. It's like a day travel and his estate in the city because he's also a member of parliament so he has to attend meetings every now and then so he's been going between the two and he seems to be back in the city for however long we should definitely go visit him uh i leave that for you guys to discuss with morgan and with that we will end this session Thank you for listening to this episode of Galdercast. This episode featured Dan as Alaric Smiley Grin, Sadie Bennett as Morrigan, Tanya as Crisis the Kobold, Georgia as Panic, Kevin as Sigmund Drakrum, and Sean as Dungeon Master. If you enjoyed the episode, consider leaving us a like, comment, or review, as well as share the episode to help others find our podcast. If you want to know when new episodes come out, you can always follow us on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher under Galdercast. You can also find us on Twitter at Galdercast for future episodes and possible channel updates, news, and other notifications. Lastly, we now have show merch. So if you'd like to help support the show, plus get some fun merch, head over to galdercast.creator-spring.com and keep an eye out as we continue to release more merch in the future. You can find all these links in the description below. Thanks again, and we'll see all you crows in the next episode of our adventure.